Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, hour number two underway, off and running on a Wednesday. Good to have you with us. 301-230-0980, Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. I am merely the rooster. And you are you. Let's get out to you on the phones. There's a, uh, a notable anniversary today that I was reminded of by a good friend. A notable anniversary in Redskins history. I want to see if Matt knows. So let's play that game in a little while. Also coming up this hour, why the NFLPA survey really means nothing. And it's perception more than anything to do with actual winning. 301-230-0980. Let's get to Steve in Columbia, and then we'll get to Lester and Largo right after that. Hey, Steve, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Chris. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's hopefully we can get this conversation back on something that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> let's see. First, one thing I like uh, that I, I see about the name change of the stadium is, is I believe that means that there are a lot of companies out there that are sitting in line wanting to be a part of what is what they foresee as a success story coming down the road for the, the new Washington football team. Um, the, Snyder is gone. They're, everybody was running for the hills to stay away from that guy, mm-hmm. including government entities who didn't want to talk to the guy, didn't want to have anything to do with him. And now they're standing in line waiting to try to get a chance to be part of this team. So uh, I, I don't see it as a negative. This is a this is still a very, very good positive for this team. Uh, and, uh, let's see, on second point, uh, since we're since you, the last guy got to talk about names, which I thought was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I, I don't really name. want to get into like what the new name would be. No. I mean, I did bring it up, you know. So, so you, well, you know, in in connection, but I, I, I okay, you, under, you understand where where I'm coming from. I'm trying to draw the connection between. 
you know, and, and again, I know nobody is going to agree with this between the, the name of the team and the corporate name of the stadium just basically being just placeholders for me. It, it, you, like it doesn't matter, and I'm null and void to it. Right. Uh, the, you know, I, I don't necessarily well, want to yeah. go down the road of, hey, what's the new name going to be in 2029, you know, <laughs> when they open okay. up the new stadium? Then let me let me get away from that, and then again, okay, if, you, if we're not going to discuss that, yeah. that's fine. But I do want to get at one thing you said. I was trying to get back to you uh, a day or so ago. Uh-huh. You were talking about Daniels. Okay, Jaden Daniels. Now, right. I'm an LSU. Mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. I'm an LSU alum. Okay. So you're talking to a guy who has seen every single play that Jaden Daniels ever played for the for the LSU Tigers. Okay. Now you mentioned, and one of the things you mentioned that got me a little bit torqued off was is that he was a one year wonder. That you thought he only had one good year. I want to tell you something. I was uh, at the beginning of 2022. I started watching this guy. People on and I'm on LSU Facebook pages. People were talking about him, and they were talking to saying, you know, he's 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 not all that good. Well, I said he can He's going to win the Heisman next year. I saw that in him in 22. I think you're uh, unless you saw the Alabama game or the uh, Texas A&M game. You missed a lot by watching in 2022. I've got to go. Thank you very much. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the phone call. Let, let me just clarify. I, I shouldn't have said only one good year. To Steve's point, 2022, he was good, too. He wasn't as dominant. He wasn't as explosive. He certainly didn't win the Heisman. He wasn't as like, oh, my goodness, of course he had some really good moments, if not more than really good moments, in 2022. I, I should clar- clarify that. But he was meteorically better in 2023. Uh, just, again, for whatever it's worth, PFF, right? They have him at a, uh, a 94-7, 94-7, the drive, a CK production. Uh, 94-7. In 2023, overall, in 2022, 87.8. And, you know, got all sorts of numbers and whatever. Uh, the, the bottom line is, he was good for more than one year. I shouldn't say that. Or, I, you know, I, I misspoke, if you will. Um, if, I, if, if I said only one, only one great premium, like, wow, look at this guy type year. I should clarify that. Uh, We'll have, obviously, more. The commanders meeting with Jaden Daniels uh, today. Don't know if that meeting has already happened or not. Uh, We will figure that part out. Let's go to Lester and Largo uh, on the Team 980. Lester, good afternoon. How are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, look, I'm six. I'm 60 years old. I live right across the street from the stadium. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been a fan all my life of the, of the, of the team. So let me ask you this. I, I get what you're saying about, you know, Tino, Tino, it's just a name. This, that's all it means to you. It's, it, it, t- names are nothing. But let me ask you this. Being a fan my, all my life here, if you what, – what, I, I just curiosity. What is your last name? You don't want to say it. Let's just say your last name is Johnson. Okay. Well, my, my, you mean my my real last name real or the name, name I use on your, the radio? What's your What's your real last name? Uh, real last name. I mean, I I've mentioned it before. Uh, Russo. I mean, I had to change okay, my name Russo. because okay. of the bad dog. Okay. Yeah. 
let me ask you this. So it's Russo. You're proud of that name, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so hypothetical situation. This is a gr- this if, is a great then, avenue that you're taking me down, and and I'm gonna let you yeah. go. But oh I, I, my okay. good, goodness gracious! Hold on. <laughs> but hypothetical hypothetical situation. Yeah. Okay, let's say your parents got divorced. You're 17, and your mom says, "Hey, I'm marrying this new guy. His name is Smith. I'm changing my name. I want you to change your name." And your dad says, "Hey, no, I want Russo. That's our family name." Mm-hmm. And your mom says. It's just a name. Don't worry about it. It's just a name. Just change it. How would you feel about that? And this, I'm I'm referring to about the whole name change of the team or yeah. something like that. But how no, would you feel, Lester? I think it's a I think I think it's a great comparable situation, although certainly one with differences, right? Um, so mm-hmm. to your point, yeah, I would. Uh, I had that situation, not exactly that situation come up, but my parents did divorce, uh, mm-hmm. and my mom remarried. In uh, 1986, I was 12, I want to say, and I loved my stepfather, but I never, ever once considered changing my name from my real last name to his last name. Maybe I would have if I didn't have a good relationship with my father. I don't know. Different circumstances for whatever. But to your point, the name, not that I had that decision forced upon me, but the name that I was given and and that I was birthed into, yeah, is important to me. But here's how I would counter it just while you brought it up, right? Take because it easy! <laughs> relax, doggy. Um, here's how I would counter it. When I was told in 2021, here's mm-hmm. a two-year $150,000 contract, which at that point, you know, was a lot of money in radio, to come and work national radio in Chicago for what was then Sporting News Radio – and to be on the air on 200 different stations in New York and Chicago and L.A. and Boston and this and that and the other thing, you have to change your name from Chris Russo to Chris Russell. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't embrace it at first. I thought the name sucked, and it was incredibly generic. And I still think that 22, three years later. But I did what I had to do because it was just a name. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my I, – I mean, it's it's your identity, but it's not what, what makes me tick. It's not what I'm all about. I was still the right. same person. I was still the same dad. I was still the same, you know, thinker, if you will. I was still the same radio personality, even with a different name. So while it was awkward and while it, it, it changed, right, and it was a little uncomfortable, it was whatever, you know, and, and therefore I've never and I've had opportunity to basically, um, you know, go back, like I don't I don't think my bosses here would, would would be like, oh, you can't go back to your real name. It's just how I've become known. Right. It's and, and I didn't have to win a championship for people to embrace it or for people. It's just it's just a name. It's just a thing. It's just a tag. And that's maybe that's simple how I'm approaching it. I get I'm more simplistic when it comes to that, but that's just how I am. So I do have some personal firsthand connect, and I'm glad you brought it up because I meant to bring it up uh, as well. Yet I can also understand, Lester, you as a longtime fan, somebody who's grown up uh, or, or lived near the stadium or across from the stadium, what have you, would have a different viewpoint or could have a different viewpoint. And that's what makes what we do in our society a little bit different and uh, fun and frustrating at times and whatever. Not everybody thinks the same. Go figure, right? 
Right. But I yeah, appreciate I, no, I, I, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your viewpoint and everything. I'm just saying, I think because I'm, I still call it the Redskins where I go everywhere. Understood. People still the Redskins stuff. And, and, and the thing about it is I know it's going to change another name, but it's just that here people consider this the football family mm-hmm. and it's very hard to shake off that many decades yeah. of, uh, of I, an would, I would say That's this, here's where you and I are in agreement. Again, I, I, like they had to change the name for many reasons. Okay. Yeah. I always say this Redskins was a name fighting for worth fighting for because of the history, the legacy, the tradition, the, this, the, that, and, and what it meant to so many people and what it represented. And because truly I, I, I feel like that name has been misinterpreted by many who are opposed to it. That being said, Worth fighting for was the name Redskins. Even though, again, I say just a name, all that stuff, placeholder, this, that, and the other thing. I I do understand that. But to me, like Commanders is not a name worth fighting for, one way or the other. It's just a name. It means nothing. There's no legacy. There's no history. There's no right. winning. There's no nothing. There's. It's just a placeholder. It's just a thing. So maybe I'm a little bit... Um, how would you say, um, hypocritical? Because I'm saying, well, Redskins was a name worth fighting for. Maybe I'm yeah, a little, and, and maybe I'm what, a little hypocritical. That's what I was going for. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. I get it. To me, the Commanders is a dumb name. Yeah. The football Washington football team is a dumb – it might as well call the Washington doorknobs. What does that mean? Right. And the Commanders, when I ask everybody who's the military friends, they laugh at it. It says, we don't even use that. <laughs> that doesn't mean nothing to us in the military. So – you know, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I just, when you said, I just, when, I, when you said, oh, it's just a name, I was saying, well, you know, you got, we also got to be careful with the new name we go forward. Hopefully it's all, I'll just, I'll just say this. I think you and I in agreement, let's just hope it's a way better name. Than the, it's a cool ass name that everybody's going to get into. You know I, what I, mean? I hope whenever they change it, we never have to deal with this again. Thank you, Lester. Great call. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you. 301 2300980. Again, I don't want this just to be about the name of the team and what they change it to and when they're going to change it. Look, they're going to change it. They're going to change it for one reason and one reason only because you guys won't support it and you guys won't buy the product. Okay, that's it. Not because it's a bad name, not because Josh and Mark and, and, and Mitchell Rails hate the name or think it's stupid or, or you know, or people in the military laugh, all, all the things that, you know, we've heard. They're going to change it because they can't sell it, period, right? I mean, if you're, the name of your restaurant is Roosters and you can't sell a lot of product and before you go out of business, you might change it to the... To the mats, you know, the essence to Essig. And if you think that's going to sell you more French onion soup and more burgers, that's what you're going to name it to or change the name to. But it means nothing. It's still the same restaurant. It's still the same product. What do you think? Essence to Essig? So I, (laughs) I might be calling myself out and just actually giving this out on air right now Uh just so you know essig is actually a real word that has a real meaning it's german and it means vinegar really if you go to a supermarket there is a aisle of essig there 
Really? I did not know that. I always joke that our ancestors were either really good at making vinegar or just crap at making wine. Wow. But essence of vin- vinegar is what you just named your restaurant. Huh. That is not going to sell better. You know what? Vinegar vinegar is underrated. But essence, that just means really it's going to be, it's, you're going into a restaurant and immediately sm- smells sour. Yeah. I, I smell vinegar and I'm like, <sighs> I mean, especially like, what is it? Malt vinegar or whatever? Or balsamic vinegar? Mm. Now, it's got a lot of sugar. you got to be careful. 301 More of your calls uh, coming up. And this will be in just a couple of minutes. The Commanders ranked where? The Kansas City Chiefs ranked where? Hmm. What does that tell us? Well, quite honestly, absolutely nothing. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Matt, guess what I just did? I have no idea. I just started eating my lunch. A little leftover boneless chicken. Ugh. No carbs, though. I warmed it up an hour and 40 minutes ago. That seems like a mistake. It's been sitting here in a Tupperware tub with a lid on it. So it's just been left. steaming. Half cooked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, steaming. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's worse than I thought it would be. And yet I'm still eating it. I dumped a little bit of um, uh, uh, garlic Parmesan sauce from B-dubs on it. No longer I'll, no calories. No. Well, that's true. A little bit. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit, just a little bit uh, of just flavor. A little bit. A little bit. Um, do you know what today's anniversary is? I have no idea. Think Redskins. Think controversial. The only thing I can think of is Happy Thanksgiving. No. But I know that's not today. Nope. Keep guessing. Keep thinking. I'll have that for you coming up. Um, So, real quickly, before we get back to the phones, we talked about this back in the fall when data and information started coming out from an NFLPA survey. So... More than 1,700 players, apparently like 1,706 players, came out and participated in this NFLPA uh, survey that was conducted between August and November. Players were asked to grade their teams on a wide variety of subjects, ranging from team facilities to coaching staffs to owners. The two top teams in the overall survey were the same as last year. 
though they switched places. The Miami Dolphins finishing one spot ahead of the Minnesota Vikings in this year's poll. The Washington Commanders, take command, finished 32nd. 32nd. That should not probably surprise anybody. We knew it was going to be bad, or at least we, I think, sort of knew it was going to be bad. What was interesting was who finished one spot ahead of the Commanders. Matt, do you know what team won the Super Bowl this year? Uh, Yeah, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Ding, 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 ding. Would you be willing to bet me anything that the Kansas City Chiefs, who won the Super Bowl for, I believe, a second year in a row and a third time in the last five years, would you be willing to bet me that they were in the top 15 of this NFLPA poll? I'd be willing to bet so much I'd home and auto bundle it. Oh, oh give me those nuggies. <laughs> the State Farm MVP, the Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champions twice now, finished one spot ahead of the Washington Commanders at number 31 overall. One spot. Now, Andy Reid ranked first. Overall, among 32 teams in the head coaching category, which was a new element this year and heavily weighted, the story says, in the final grade. Chiefs owner Clark Hunt largely thought of, oh, the Hunt family, Arrowhead. Chiefs owner Clark Hunt ranked last out of 32 team owners. Last! Because, the story says, those grades were based on what players perceived as a willingness to invest in the team's facilities. The Chiefs ranked 26th in the food cafeteria category, 31st in the nutritionist dietitian category, and 31st in training room uh, facility, and 32nd in training staff. 32nd in training staff. Now, the commanders, okay, according to the NFLPA, again, finished last overall. Their strength staff, strength coaches, graded an A and fifth overall. The nutrition dietitian category, which, again, the Chiefs ranked almost last in, was not great, but it was a B- minus at 21. Food cafeteria, D+, plus 27, so kind of near the Chiefs. Locker room, F-, minus 32nd. Training room, F- minus at 32nd. Training staff, F- at 31. Now, the training staff, remember, they had uh, Larry, uh, what the hell was his name? I, I slipped in my mind for, for a second. Um, he, I mean, whatever. Uh, I forgot his name. Larry something. Um, and he was blown out a, a number of years ago when Ron got here. 
And Ron brought in the guy that got popped for the DEA raid, right? And since that point, they hired somebody, Al, uh, uh, whatever his name is. And, and, you know, I mean, okay, fine, whatever. It, it, but, but still, it wasn't good enough to elevate the team in terms of the training staff. And, of course, they haven't changed the training room, I guess, enough to make the players happy. But interestingly enough, team travel was also an F and ranked 31st out of 32 teams. And head coach ranked, was graded a C. Now, this is not Dan Quinn. This is Ron Rivera. And C and head coach for the Commanders ranked 31st as well. But again, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Clark Hunt, a team that has won the Super Bowl the last two years in a row and has one of the widely acclaimed fan bases, stadium experiences, and whatnot. And yet they ranked overall 31st because their food and cafeteria was not satisfactory. Their nutrition and dietitian was way less than satisfactory, as a matter of fact, second to last. Their training room, second to last. And their training staff, the worst in the NFL. And Lloyd Howell, the NFLPA executive director, said, to me, this is not a shaming exercise. We want to highlight teams that are doing well, but also highlight areas for improvement. Now, apparently, I don't remember this, but again, the story goes on to talk about the Chiefs stand out because of how they ranked poorly in many of the same categories last year when they won the Super Bowl as well last year. And apparently one of the criticisms was that Chiefs players had to sit on stools instead of actually chairs in their locker room. Well, the commanders, yeah, they sit on stools as well. I, I mean, listen. I can't say that none of this matters because, of course, you don't want this negative impression for the commanders, for free agents to be that are heavily influenced by stuff like this and agents that are heavily influenced by stuff like this. And if they're basically competing with similar or substantially similar offers with two or three or four other teams, they're going to start to look for tiebreakers, right? So say Adam Peters identifies fill-in-the-blank pass rusher, right? The kid from the Jets. And say he's got offers from four or five other teams that are all in, in the same neighborhood, years, term, cost, guaranteed money, what have you. And, and not everybody offers the same exact terms and situation, obviously. But say they're reasonably similar. What do you think his agent is going to look at? He's going to look at the NFLPA poll and say, why would I send my guy there where they've got the worst training staff, the worst training room, the worst travel, the worst this, the worst that? I'm going to send him elsewhere. I'm going to send him to a team maybe in the top five or the top ten. That's where this can hurt, certainly, the commanders. This is where you can get helped if you're the Dolphins or the Vikings or other Again, top five, top ten teams. Again, it won't always come down to this. But overall, if we sit here and then take this extrapolation, right, 
for as many issues as the Kansas City Chiefs are being essentially charged with here, what does it all mean? They've won the Super Bowl two years in a row. What does it all mean? And again, it helps to have Andy Reid, who was great at the best coach. It helps to have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But it takes more than that. And the Chiefs were just one spot cumulatively ahead of the commanders. Which proves to me that overall, these results don't equal wins and losses and don't really mean a thing. And they're basically whims of agents and selfish players who expect everything to be done for them and every bit of the red carpet rolled out. And that's just not the way it works in America, Jack. It's just not the way it works. So you can have all your little pretty little surveys and everybody's going to make a big deal, but the Chiefs are proving that no matter what the naysayers are saying, if you have the right recipe, the right ingredients to cook with, you're cooking. And you're cooking with championships. Time for a trending alert right here, right now. All right, so again, the commanders changing the name from FedEx Field to an unidentified potential new corporate name of their stadium in Landover, Maryland. That's because FedEx has opted out of their last two years of the contract. According to the Washington Post, who was first on the story, the commanders were notified in late 2023 that the uh, company FedEx would be uh, eliminating their naming rights as part of an opt-out, cost the team approximately $15 million, FedEx supposedly going to stay aboard. Meanwhile, around the NFL, we just told you about the full results of the NFLPA survey. No matter what survey you're looking at, uh, this survey would tell you that Zach Wilson stinks and the Jets have realized it. They have given the former number two overall pick the permission to seek a trade. And we were just mentioning the Jets pass rusher that a lot of people have their eyes on. Bryce Huff, he's not going to be franchise tagged by the New York Jets. So if the Washington Commanders are interested, well, they can have Bryce Huff with no franchise tag. And finally, we were just talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Marquez Valdez-Scantling made some big catches down the stretch, especially in the playoffs late in games. Not good enough. To keep him in Kansas City this upcoming year, the Chiefs are releasing MVS, according to multiple reports, saving them about $12 million against their cap. And that's what's trending. There's a dude at the plate for the Atlanta Braves right now against the Phillies in a spring training game that means nothing that I'm just watching. It's on MLB Network. His name is Chadwick Trump. Trump. T-R-O-M-P. Not Trump. Chadwick Trump. It just made me laugh, and I have no idea why. I'm such an immature clown. I'm bad. It's a fun word to say, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. But Chadwick Trump, you know, is kind of a weird name. I saw another weird name of a company on the back of a truck on the Beltway this morning. I have not put the picture out yet. 
I should, because it will, I think, make Matt laugh. I hope it will make you laugh. I've seen this truck before. I took a picture of it today. Much to my dangerous... Um, Remember, everyone, it's everyone else on the road, not the rooster. Exactly, exactly. Although I executed it with near flawless perfection. It was not the best decision I could have made, but in order to get the picture, I'm going to put it up uh, in the next break. In order to get the picture, I needed the picture to get a good laugh. So I was willing to put my life on the line, stupidly. I was reckless, I admit. All right, so the the NFLPA poll means absolutely nothing. Ultimately, big picture, right? I mean, Clark Hunt, who is widely considered, I think, one of the better owners, if not one of the best owners. Why? Because his team always wins. Because he hired Andy Reid. Oh, by the way, a retread. Who had failed in previous opportunities to win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Oh, you can't do that, they said. The Chiefs, all they do is win. Game after game after game after game after game after game after game. Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Three Super Bowls in the last five-plus seasons. And they ranked 31st. This poll, which everybody will make a big deal out of, and I I guess I am too because I'm spending some time, this poll will mean nothing, does mean nothing overall. It only means something to agents who will advise their players, hey, if you have substantially similar offers, you might want to consider this. Look at how the Rams rank compared to the Commanders. Right? And maybe the player decides, no, I really want to be in Washington or Northern Virginia. Or Maryland, playing at Bud Light Stadium for the Armada, the Commandalorians in command land. Or, may, you know, maybe they choose to go to the Rams because their food in their cafeteria ranks top five. I don't know. Uh, one thing that was of note, the commanders went from the worst ownership in the NFL and the biggest villain that there could be in Dan Snyder, whether that was right or wrong, you know, again, Dan was fine to me. Uh, that's all I can really, you know, uh, judge my personal, my personal interactions with him. He was awful to a lot of other people. So that's why I was hard on him, but they went from the worst ownership in the, in the NFL to 18th. Which is a notable jump. And I guarantee you if they have more success this year, and especially if they're able to reel in a bunch of these players with all the cap room, I guarantee you they will rank higher in that area next year. Now, whether they'll rank higher in locker room, training staff, training room, team travel, I'm sure team travel will be better. I can't imagine it could be, you know, as bad as 31st in the NFL. I don't know what players want. I'm not sure. I traveled for six years. I don't know. We traveled pretty good. 
you know, but maybe they want more. Maybe they want, you know, uh, more room to lay down. I have no idea. I have no idea. 301 And if you want to go back to what we were talking the first hour and 20 minutes or so of the show, which was FedEx Field is no more. No, the stadium is not being demolished. It just won't be called FedEx Field. We don't know if it'll be called, you know, again, uh, Harris Teeter Stadium. We have no idea if it'll be called anything. It could be just Commander's Field. Because... They have to sell the naming rights. And even though they've known about this, apparently, from the end of December, or right around the end of December, it just leaked out today. And while they say they're, you know, uh, working on stuff, it doesn't mean that they're going to get stuff done or a deal done. As we've seen, the Nationals, Nationals Park has been around since, what, 2008? What year is it now? 2024. And there has been no naming rights for a team starving for revenue. And the reason for that, I think, is because the learners want a price and nobody has been willing to match it and pay for that. And they have not budged. And they will not budge. And that's their decision to each their own. I think that's stupid, but that's their fault or their decision. They have to live with it. But that could very well be the situation for the stadium now normally known as FedEx or formerly known as FedEx Field. All right, let's get back to the calls uh, and grab uh, Lap in D.C. next up. What up, Lap? How are you? Hey, what's up, Rooster? Can you... Skip me. I'm having some technical difficulties. Sure, I'll put you back on hold. We'll uh, get to you uh, when we can. Let's say hello to John in Oklahoma on the Odyssey app. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, how you doing today, fellas? What's going on, John? Hey, hey, I'm all right. Hey, listen about this name change again. Uh, you know, I knew if nobody buy that commander's crap, they'd have to do something, man. You know, too much money loads in there, and uh, you know. What I like seeing people do, the new owners, is actually get a real vote by the Native Americans. Get the tribes, uh, 574 of them, 34 of them here in Oklahoma, and get a real vote, not that little vote that Dan had up in D.C. You remember talking about it. We talked, you know, get a real vote and listen to the Native Americans and not white corporate America like uh, FedEx was one of the main contributors in wanting to change the name, and now they've bailed on us. So, you know, let's find out what the people really want. Not not white people, you know, but not colored people. Native Americans. I, I don't understand what you. Uh, I'm I'm confused. What do you want to have a vote on to bring back Redskins? I want I want I want the I want I want the Native Americans to vote on whether they want the name change or not. I live in Oklahoma. I tell you that all the time. I call around here. Nobody wants the name no, change. I, they I feel understand like that. I, I understand that, but but I don't. I, uh, let me just let me let me just ask you. Let me yeah. just ask you this, okay? okay. I understand where yeah. you're getting at that a country of not, uh, approximately seven seven million Native Americans uh, did not actually get to vote on this, did not have a say in right. this, what have you. I get yes. that. I totally understand that. Here, however, here right. here's here's my thing. Okay, a large group of people. Okay, some many. Depending on how you view it, Native Americans, a lot of independent voices in the media who stood on a soapbox, Mike Florio, Peter King, 
um, uh, Mike Wise, you know, all sorts of different people all decided that the term Redskins, even as it was constituted as a football team name so many decades and years ago, was offensive and insulting and racist, okay? And that was due to cause Webster's Dictionary says it right. was. But I but, but, right but, here, but here, here's being is but here, here here's here's my question. Is, Just here's my question, John. So okay. if you had the vote that you desire, okay, and say it came out eighty yeah. percent of all Native Americans by blood, by whatever uh, family tracing history said, no, they're not opposed to the term Redskins, right? And, and you would say that's a strong yeah. result. What do you do? I would say go with it. That's what I would say. Well, I would say what, yes. do you, what do you do about all of the other people that are not Native American, that are offended by the term well, simply because it is considered by a an, an institution Webster's such Dictionary. as Webster's and, and many huh. other outlets as a racist well, term and as an insult? What do you do with those people? You tell those people to stay in their lane. Exactly. That's, That's what's going on with America today. You, you, you're not. Well, yes. Well, listen. You know, you know, you know. You can't tell me what's best for me and me. You know, and I can't tell you what's best for you. But Native Americans ought to be able. People ought to be able to tell you what's best for themselves. And if eighty percent of them are, if fifty-one percent say it's okay, then that ought to be the way the name ought to be, man. That's the way it ought to be. I mean, people. So, so John, let me let me let me ask you this: Not to keep relitigating this, if forty nine percent of Native Americans said they don't like the name, it's insulting, it's racist, it's whatever, but fifty one percent agree, you think that we should just in in this country of freedom and everything that we try and stand for, you think we should just say, hey, that's the way it is, damn it, and who cares about the forty nine percent? Well, the vote used to count in America. You know what I'm saying? That used well, to be what we're. I mean, we're, we're a different. We're a different vote. country. But hey, listen. I'd like to think of forty nine. Yeah, but we're not at that. Let's just take a vote. I wish they, the new owners would actually say, "Hey, let's go see what." There's only there's 574 Native American tribes. Just go to them. That's not that hard to get those people to vote and see what they want. You know, ask them what they want. If they feel like they're getting rid of history, then that's where they feel. Right. I mean, I talk to Native Americans every day where I live. Okay, every day. I live next to 15 miles from Indian City, USA, where, you know, population, I don't even know how many Native Americans, but they're called the Warriors, the Anadarko Warriors, you know. Uh, I've got the Red Springs Redskins 12 miles south of me down here. And, I mean, people out here in Oklahoma where the where, where Native Americans live, it's in, it's unjust to them. I mean, everyone I talk to, I've been here for uh, 51 years, man, 51 years. And I've never seen anybody holler, oh, you know, I hate that M on Redskins or talk yeah. about them like that. Right. Get a Thank real you, John. Vote. I appreciate I, I gotta I gotta run. I appreciate the phone call and 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 the passion for the subject. Again, I'm not trying to relitigate Redskins. They're never going back to Redskins. They should never go back to Redskins. It's a non starter. Okay. It is offensive to too many, whether you like it or you don't like it. It is offensive to too many. Again, I would have never changed the name, but I didn't have any corporate stake in it. I, I, you know. It, it, it was what it was, and it didn't offend me. It didn't bother me, what have you. Here's the deal. We have to do better than this. We have to do better in this country than say, well, 51%, the simple majority, think that 
Redskins is not offensive, then that's what, what it should be, and screw everyone else. Matt, you said something in my ear about the popular vote or, or whatever it was. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, I was just I was making. I didn't know if here. you had a point. I like didn't. I mean, I, I don't want to make this politic any more political than it is. It was a political. Didn't, didn't yeah. Trump win the popular vote or something? No. He, is, he never won the popular vote. Oh, he never won the popular vote, but he won the Electoral College, Correct. Uh, what, seven years ago yes. or whatever it was, and didn't win it, Did obviously, not win the four years vote. ago or three and a half years ago. Okay, gotcha. I, I, again, just because of simple majorities and whatever, like, like that poll that the Post put out back in 2016 or whatever. 504 Native Americans in a country of almost 7 million. And simpletons ran around with their heads cut off going, see, see, doesn't affect anybody. Doesn't affect anybody. Nobody should be offended by it. Nobody should have be, be bothered by it. 90% of 504 people said it's great. It's grand. It's awesome. Let's roll with it. Including the damn team. Again, we have to do better than this as a society. And now I've spent entirely too much time talking about something that's insignificant to me. I know it's significant to you. That's why we talk about it. It's insignificant to me. 251, Team 980, time for a quick timeout. And then back with you on the other side. A couple of names have emerged. A couple of names have emerged of free agents now that the commanders could sign. And that will lead us into a discussion in hour number three about Adam Peters' stated philosophy on free agency. We'll discuss all of that coming up. Stay with us on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so a couple of free agents have reportedly or officially been released way ahead of the league's new year, the opening of free agency, when all teams have to be in compliance with the cap and cuts become official and free agents can be signed and so on and so forth. One today, Marquez Valdez-Scantling became available. And the Commanders, to me, are a team that could possibly, possibly be in line with a move to add a player like that, where you're not looking to add a number one or a 1A or a two because you have Terry McLaurin, you spent a mid-first-round pick on Jahan Dotson, and even though they both had disappointing years last year, there's various reasons for that. And you're not looking to break the bank. But you're looking to add to your room, add a player that has been part of a Super Bowl champion the last two years, and is not going to cost you a fortune. The reason why the Chiefs let go of Marquise Valdez Scanling or will is because he makes too much money. Right? Makes too much money. He was only targeted 40 times. 
He only had 21 receptions, only had 315 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. Had three drops. Remember, the Chiefs dropped lots of balls. Passer rating when targeted, according to PFF, 76.6. An overall grade of 50.4. A receiving grade of 51.7. Nobody in their right mind should tell you that MVS is a game changer, is a guy that is by himself going to win you a championship. Here's what we should know. MVS made some big bleeping catches late in games in big moments for the Chiefs. I don't know if they win a Super Bowl without MVS. That sounds crazy, but nobody else was catching anything in big spots, right? In big moments. I mean, obviously Kelsey was, but you, you get the point. Late in that Buffalo game, late in that Baltimore game, not as much in the Super Bowl, but you get the point. I don't know what the cost would be, but MVS to me, is a guy that you would ideally like to add to this wide receiver room. Depending, again, on cost. And cost is where it's at. Right? And and it's okay. It's okay to say, you know what? This player doesn't put us over um, over the edge, if you will, just by himself. But this player added to this mix makes us better. And if the price is right, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Played 60-plus snaps in the Super Bowl. Didn't grade out great. Wasn't a big factor. But I don't know if the Chiefs win a Super Bowl without Marquez Valdez-Scantling. That's just one player that I've got my eyes on. Another one coming up after the top of the hour with you. Plus, Adam Peters' stated philosophy. Does it worry you? Does it piss you off? Does it make you feel a certain angst? It doesn't for me. We'll explain why next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.